just the version of the song that we need. This power metal. This, if we had the budget. I'd love <laughs> if we had the budget for a Dragon Force S Shoot Brothers uh, theme, that'd be perfect. But for now, we get the theme that we get because this is the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Welcome all, heels, baby faces, uh, red brand, blue brand. Gold brand? Yellow brand? Gold brand, yellow brand. Uh, there, there was a, a purple. Br- yeah, there was a purple brand back there. Yeah. Uh, I think Impact's like a light blue brand. <laughs> light blue brand. Yeah. This is we, got brand. we got a lot. We got a lot of... We got, we, got, we got all the brands are welcome here. Uh, this is True Brothers Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast you can find online, which is hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne, my co-host, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, sitting there on the other line. Yes. Da-da-da. Online. Online all the time. Uh, we got a great show coming up here um, because Goldberg's champ. I don't know if, I don't know if, you, I don't know if you remember that part. Maybe uh, uh, maybe that little nugget mm-hmm. of information you've tried to repress or something. Mm. Um, and the WrestleMania cards are shaping up over there. Of course, we had AEW's Revolution pay-per-view, uh, the first of its name. But before we get all to that action, uh, let's do let, let's take a little stop because we have a new tweet of the week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. That's what I said it. I said it right off the bat. We have a new, new. tweet of the week champion. Um, of course, last week, or rather last show. Yeah, like we said, it's only a couple days. Only a couple of days since we had our last show. Matt Riddle was uh, Matt Riddle's out there saying something to someone. Gold, uh, he was he was complimenting Goldberg on his win <laughs> uh, this year because it's gotten a lot of people. Uh, this whole Goldberg bearing the fiend. Was it a thing uh, has gotten a lot of people up in arms. Yeah, and, a uh, lot of people are talking about this. Um, you know, uh, I you know the the posts I've seen of the fiend. Remember that Hell in the Cell match? He was buried with like the ladders and all yeah. the shit, and he's getting beat up, and he still gets up right away. And then you know he's taking a half-ass jackhammer, and yeah. uh, <laughs> and he's eating a pin. It's gotten everybody all up in arms. But this week's tweet of the week champion. Vince Russo, bro. Bro, the other from bro to bro. <laughs> from bro to bro, the bro to bro <laughs> connection. Uh, of course, yeah, he's 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 going to chime in because he always does where he says, "Take it from me, a wrestler or character is never dead." Bro, this he even writes bro in the tweet. Bro, <laughs> bro, this shit is written. It's made up. A writer pens the story. The story has ebbs and flows. Today's jobber could be tomorrow's world champion. Man, how people have lost sight of that. Not real, all caps, not real people, not real. Well, um, I don't quite uh, agree with what he's saying there. I mean, you can still... Well, Vince Russo story can change, but it could still be bad during the way. You know. Of course, I guess I guess that's one of the ebbs in the flows <laughs> that uh, that he would be talking about. Of course, of course, uh, Vince Russo is going to come out there and stir the shit. And mm-hmm. um, and he was saying that he was saying the same things in that interview with Jericho, which was just kind of like he's he's the writer only. You know, imagine we never hear about the guy who's just who's just writing. Well, he he still thinks no? that AEW and WWE are one and the same. Well, that's that's because he's that's because Vince <laughs> Russo has an idea of the shoot meter. Yeah. Because that's oh, not his, even something we've talked about. Because that that's ours is not even on the same. That's probably his. pretty low on uh, on this show's radar. But um, yeah. but who knows? Over on that Vince Russo show, he could <laughs> he could be buying uh, buying up those rumors. Yeah, he's popping off. 
But there you go, bro. There you go, bro. Bro. Damn. Okay. He even write it in the tweet. Like he took. Well, you get like a 280 characters, I guess. I guess like he took three characters of that <laughs> to say, yeah. bro. It's just, uh, yeah, it's not a character. That's just part of his. I'm, that's him. That's, that's a good point. You know, that's just who he is. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't write bro more often, honestly. In like three sentences, he only said it once. That sounds well, like uh, actually a little low. <laughs> I don't know. I have to keep an eye on the Twitter. Keep a count. On the bro count. Yeah. Oh, there's too many. No, there's too many counts. There's too many things we'd have to keep track of. <laughs> well, uh, if yeah. we're if we're doing if we're doing bro counts, but there we he need is. A secretary. <laughs> yeah, we need a we, we need a yeah somebody. Where's just, Leva? Leva Bates isn't doing much these days. She we need someone to just uh, yeah scribe every single episode, uh, because of course yeah there's like sixty episodes of maybe some decent wrestling trivia. Yeah, we need some stats, there these notes, be, these trivia. Like I said, we can make a whole board game. Out we of can make a whole like Trivial Pursuit esque thing. Everything's divided yeah. into topics. We've uh, like, already got different categories. Uh, we all had different categories, like you know, like that cranium where there's the art side where you have to exactly you're singing stuff and you're you know and Shoot Brothers Home Edition. We uh, <laughs> one of these days. Yeah, we need the Seen It Shoot Brothers, uh, where it's like, yeah the DVD. You know, when you're like choosing on the menu. Yeah, well, uh, uh, it might be hard to get the footage to use. Oh, no, we'll just film. Oh, like us? <laughs> I was going to say, we just film a television playing stuff off the network. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then kind of like splice that in. Uh, sure. Somehow to somehow to make it work. I'm just I'm just thinking, you know, we don't want to yeah. isolate those people who have DVD <laughs> players. We want to lean into that. Uh, lean into that. That uh, soon to be retro Highly technology. profitable market. The DVD and Blu-ray uh, people. Uh, somewhat. I don't know. It's moving backwards now. It's vinyl. It's all about the vinyl. We got to come out with the Shoot Brothers vinyl record band. That's EP. what it'll be. It'll be the f- <laughs> the first podcast on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> and all the theme songs are on the other side. Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. No, I don't all think you things. could fit the length of one of our shows on. You would need like no. four. <laughs> It'd be like a double. Yeah. It'd be double like album, both sides. Double album, both sides. But you could fit all our theme songs. They're short. You could, you could, you could have a nice uh, one. You could have two sides of that, probably. One, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Who would buy a podcast on a vinyl? Imagine. Yeah, that's a lot I'm of imagine. overhead. Yeah, that really is. But uh, let's keep, let's keep moving on. Let's yeah. keep moving on here with the show because uh, wrestling's not all about Twitter, you know. Um, there are actual uh, non-social media related things. You can actually talk about. So we're gonna hop right over to AEW's uh, Revolution. Review. First pay per view of the year, twenty twenty. Yes. Decade of the of the. We uh, still say those things. Really? No. A for AEW's first pay per view of the year. Right. Yeah. Of the decade. Of the decade, that's true. You know what, Mike? After you said last week uh, of the AEW pay per view coming to Toronto. Uh, you said in, in 2020. Is that what you said? Well, Cody said he bets the fan a hundred dollars that that there'll be a pay per view this year. This, this year, year, of so, course. Um, you know, like it could be the the next Full Gear or something. Could be in November. You know, it could be. I think so. Double or nothing. They have you know, double or nothing. They have booked for whatever May. Yeah. They don't have uh no announcement on the the next All Out. Uh, I thought it was in the same place, but maybe not. I I have I have not heard, or at least Wikipedia's information page has not been updated to include that. And uh, well, 
Call me crazy, but I think Wikipedia is actually a pretty good. uh, Oh yeah, it's pretty good. One of the most reliable sources in the world. Well, I got to give it top three most reliable sources uh, out there. So, so, but yeah, like you said, full gear or all out could happen in Toronto. If it's all out, yeah, it's even sooner. That's fine with me. But for right now, uh, we're in Chicago. I, th- I, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we always in Chicago? I think AEW. Was it Chicago? It's always I it was like uh, we're always in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the Winters yeah. Center. There we go. Uh, for AEW's first pay per view. So let's it kick Chicago. it off. Yeah, they've had like three pay per views. Yeah, they're always in. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you know, let's leave Chicago at least. Um, yes. But Mike, but- there was a pre-show, and you probably watched it. Yeah, uh, there was a couple. It was all right. So SCU taking on Dark Order. Uh, you know, the minions are out there doing their shit, cheating. Daniel, Christopher Daniels is not there. And uh, in the middle of all this, there's a... Uh, what happens? Oh, yeah, the Scorpio Sky, he rolls up Stu, Evil Uno, pins him, blah, blah, blah. But then after the match, the minions, they're going, they're beating on SCU. And then Colt Cabana comes out to make his save. And his AEW debut, because I guess he's now signed. So Chicago, Chicago's own. I guess he was there. Chicago's you know, own, to, yeah. Uh, if they know. couldn't get CM Punk, they got Cole Cabana. They couldn't get CM Punk, so you get what? What? What's the second best thing if you can't get CM Punk? Yeah, you get Cole Cabana. So, so Cabana comes out. He tries to help, but then the minions, the Dark Order, they start beating him up. But then the music starts playing of the Dark Order. They stop. They do their pose, their hand thing, and then this hooded robed figure walks out. Onto the stage, so is this the exalted one? Nope. He throws off his robe. It's Christopher Daniels who jumps in, attacks the Dark Order. So then they clear the ring. Uh, so the tease continues, but uh, at least that kind of shows you that it's not Christopher Daniels. Hopefully, <laughs> unless it's what the double, double the double, swear, the man. double fake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not going to show us who that guy is on a on a pre- on a pre-show. Yeah. But it was a fun tease for a second to see the robed figure come out. Of course, um, of course, it will. It's because yeah. it has to happen. It has to happen sooner rather than later. And it probably was the Dark Order's best wrestling match. Why? I mean, SCU is a good opponent, but uh, they're getting. You know, I think they're finding their like they changed their outfits a tiny bit. They're getting their look better. The gimmick's getting a bit better. Yeah, it's funny. Like in theory, they should have been over from the get go. I think like they're a tag team with a thing. Yeah, but uh, no one knew who the hell they were. And, but, just, and, just, and just nobody knew who they were. There's so many tag teams that don't have a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were so like, many amazing tag teams to Exactly, to right? In that time. way that like the Best Friends and the Young Bucks, neither one of them necessarily have a thing. Yeah. You know, they're both kind of like, you know, we're, you know, we do this, we're buddies, well, and so, yeah. some super kicks, right? Like they don't have like a theme around them where the Dark Order is only that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and now they are adding a couple more things which is nice but let's go on to the main show what we all came for the main card the main card we get start off with uh the uh what do they call him dustin Rhodes. i think they just call him dustin Rhodes. he's got some sort of nickname anyways dustin Rhodes taking on jake hager in his aew debut debut uh and he, of course, his wife's there at ringside, so Hager comes out, he makes out with her, and uh, later on in the match, Dustin gets in her face, she tries to punch him, so Dustin blocks, and he kisses her. Uh, but <laughs> we let him get away with it. <laughs> but we let, we let him get away with it. <laughs> but, no, this was fun, fun match. Uh, the crowd loves Dustin. Hager, he's, you know, he's just kind of like a, 
less beefy Brock Lesnar. Similar kind of moves. Lots of suplexes, strikes. Um, he's even got the same kind of look with the shorts on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a couple times JR called him swagger. He had to correct himself. He's like, I'm sorry if I call him swagger, but he does have lots of that. What's uh what what's what's the reference on that? Uh well his name used to be Jack Swagger. Ooh okay. WWE. Oh Swagger to Hagger. Oh uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So okay. A little slip up, but it's fine. Uh I just assume I mean I'm and also you I think you could kinda of play out that off as just like that's a man who had had a stroke. And if they said swagger <laughs> instead of Hagger, yeah. I would be like, It's okay, they've had a stroke and they're like seventy. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they can always play they can always, they can always they play it off that like ah oh, he's Jr. and he's old. You don't get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dustin he had a shirt that says "I'm here to fight Jericho's bitch." So the crowd was chanting Jericho's bitch at Hagger throughout the match. Mm-hmm. I think that'll catch on. Uh, anyways, <laughs> <Fingers> eventually crossed. <laughs> yeah, you know. So anyways, Dustin's getting getting his moves in. Crowd super behind him, but then Hagger kicks him in the balls behind the ref's back, and then he locks in the standing arm triangle, and he. Gets the submission victory as Dustin passes out. So he needed the win. He got a big win. And the uh, crowd will love Dustin whether he wins or loses. Of course, you know. Yeah, but for, but first match here and looking pretty good. I mean, what? He's been Jericho's lackey for how many months? Like, three, yeah, three, four, yeah. five months now. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it is, it is kind of hard to tell. And, um, yeah, so hopefully, we, hopefully we see more Hagger, though. You know, he is, well, yeah, he is like the muscle of that, of that crew. Yeah, well, you said you hadn't seen him wrestle before. What was your impression? Uh, yeah, well, I guess I had never seen I had never seen anything. Yeah. Uh, my impression, yeah, it was cool. It was it was probably booked the way that, like it was it felt or if like it felt safe more than nothing else. Yeah, like, nothing too uh, uh, ambitious, but you know, nothing sloppy. Ex- yeah, nothing sloppy. Dustin's gonna give you a good match. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. It's gonna be well timed and the natural. Uh, is that what they call? Dustin? I think they call him the natural. Natural. Yeah. Uh, and then and then then we'll get another. I like. I did like the uh, adjusted face paint though. It was kind of. It gave him like a Joker yeah. type thing with the smile, the red smile. Yeah. He usually splits it vertically. This time he just horizontally. The bottom half. It was cool. And uh, and big shout out to Jake uh, Hager's wife. If that was actually his wife or if it was an actress. <laughs> I think it seemed real. Wh- whoever seemed, it was, uh, it, that that was kind of funny. And way to go. Like you know. Take take a yeah. take a smooch by the natural, and it was get that, uh, that face paint all up on your. On yeah, your... she was covered with face paint. That's why I felt yeah. like you know, like oh, <laughs> like way to go. You know, you had to go the rest of the night like covered with face paint and stuff, and it is uh, it adds a little bit of fun. It's it's yeah. harmless. Yeah, no, it was kissing, fine. I kiss, it was kissing fine. some man's wife is harmless. You know, Mike. I felt worse for the goat that they had to bring out. It's a good point. So it's a good point. Fine. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, but in between matches, they announced that there's going to be a new match. That will take place on a special episode of Dynamite. March 25th, we're going to get two rings covered by one giant cage. You know the rest. You know this the is, rest. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what they said. This is war. So but they can't call it war games. So it's called Dynamite, Blood and Guts. Blood and Guts. And Tony Shavone, Tony Shavone immediately said right after, we love Blood and Guts. Uh, so I guess, so presumably the, the, the name War Games is trademarked by yeah. WWE. Presumably. Yeah. Uh, this is war. You know the rest. A little nod of like we all know what's going on here. Yeah, uh, we don't care. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's gonna be a good match. And I guess like the trademark only goes as far as the name. Uh, and I wonder if Vince McMahon has ever tried to trademark a, a match stipulation like that. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know exactly how far you can go with. Because yeah, like, couldn't I, you just trademark? Couldn't you try to trademark just a basic one-on-one match and trademark every? 
possible match type there is. Yeah, it's like we invented a match that involves tables, ladders, and chairs. <laughs> like, yeah. so. like, you know, there's a bunch of hockey leagues in the world. People can't just say, hey, only I can. I don't know. I don't know. It, yeah, it, we, uh, it, it, that's it, our lawyer's it job. Weird. It is weird. But yeah, but but we're going to get a War Games match on free television, which is yeah. something WWE would never do. Well, uh, not yet. Not yet. Well, these are, these are kind of like, they do these every once in a while, like the Bash at the Beach. It's like these mini pay-per-views. Of course, yeah. Like, yeah, well, you know, it brings, uh, brings some fun, brings something new. And yeah, I'm excited. And people like seeing that shit, and that's, that's, that seems like a very WWE thing to keep it. Like we can, we we're only allowed to see Hell in a Cell once a year. We there like there's well, no chance that we'll see it. Sometimes the WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, stuff uh, yeah. What the Shane McMahon Undertaker like five or six years Things ago? Like yeah, like Triple I mean, H. I guess there there are those rare cases, but yeah. we would never just get a Hell in a Cell on a random Monday. Mm, <laughs> no. You know what I I'm. Mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, yeah. It is not a, on a random one day. Yeah, exactly. You have to know it's, ahead a huge, of time. it's a huge. Well, it's Yeah, you would know. If ahead they of walk time, in obviously. and see it hanging in the building, you would know what's happening because you saw a big yeah. cage hanging from the jumbotron. <laughs> you, yeah. you would they, know. Uh, cool. Yeah, they did actually have a Hell in a Cell on Raw once back in the Attitude Era. Yeah. See, twenty but, years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that'll be fun. Let's go back to the card here. The next match. Uh, Sammy Guevara, the the sexy, what do they call Spanish him? god. Yeah, good. I was going to say something worse. <laughs> uh, the sexy Spanish god taking on Darby Allen, the Tony Hawk. I don't know. He doesn't have a nickname, does he? Uh, He's just a Darby Allen, the Dar. No, I don't know. Anyway, the, the, re- the Sammy- reckless, um, uh, <laughs> the daredevil. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, Sammy and Darby. Uh, before they can even start fighting, shit gets wild. They're fighting outside, throwing each other into the barricades. Darby hangs Sammy on the guardrail, and he goes for this suicide dive into him, which is, I don't know, close call. Uh, we get skateboards tossed into people's faces, and then Sammy sets up a table and hits a fucking 630 off the top rope I onto was... Darby through the table. Wild. Yeah, that was nuts. That was before the, the that. That was one of the craziest yeah. uh, just straight-up flips I've ever seen. Yeah, I thought he was just going to do a 450, and then he fucking did the whoosh. Oh, so only I'm a few saying. people in the world can even do that. They probably do that, yeah. So, uh, and that's what the match hasn't even started yet. So they finally get in the ring, bell rings. Uh, Sammy hits a big Spanish fly off the top rope for a near fall. Sammy removes the turnbuckle pad, exposes that steel ring, but Darby monkey flips him into it, hits his float over stunner, and follows it up with the big coffin drop to get the win. So, great match from two stars of the future of this company. Yeah, many, many, many years. Uh, when it's all said and done, both of these guys will be will be multiple-time world champions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're just really just going to use the most of their time, um, especially that, yeah, that crazy, that crazy fucking, that crazy, yeah, that like, crazy, <laughs> that crazy flip out of the table. Like, I, yeah. none of us, I didn't see it coming. It's just like, no, okay, he's going to go for okay. a little thing. And then nobody in the crowd saw it coming, too, which was also like oh, this yeah, it was a huge, huge holy moment. Shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, Darby Allen will be the face of AEW one day. Yeah, he's just one of those uh, dark, brooding faces, like the Sting type of character. I cannot wait for that Darby Allen Orange Cassidy main event. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be huge. That it will be. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll be a big thing. And kudos to, uh, you know, Sammy Guevara, who keeps taking losses, but is but is really owning his uh, his character and always putting on good matches. 
Yeah. And, yeah. you know, even in the loss, the spot we remember most is his 630. So Yeah, probably. Made it. Yeah. Yeah. But great match. Great match. One hell of a match. Uh, what's yeah. next? Well, that theme will continue because we've got the AEW Tag Team Championship bout with the Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega taking on the Young Bucks. And man, what a match this was. Um, just amazing wrestling, amazing storytelling. Things were getting more heated and personal as they go on. You know, it starts off, the Young Bucks are still trying to play friendly. Matt tries to shake Page's hand, but he spits right in his face. <laughs> so from then on, it was on. So crowd was so hot for Page, man. Everything he does, all the cowboy shit chants. Uh, the Bucks just kind of transitioned into the heels. The Bucks the really healing it up there too, like taking the time, taking their time in the ring. I think they were going after yeah. uh, Kenny's shoulder at one point, kind of yeah. like you know, just like just early on, stop. Kenny stopped. He stopped Paige from powerbombing Nick through the table, the timekeeper thing. Mm-hmm. But then later on, they didn't show the same sympathy. Like yeah, they, like you said, that he they ripped off his his kinesio tape his kin, and started targeting that tape. shoulder. Not the kin yeah. tape. Yeah, and uh, lots of big moves. So they had the. It's like every other pay-per-view, they had the elevated ramp, which was here again tonight. Mm-hmm. So that uh, entrance ramp, the the Young Bucks hit the Indy Taker onto Page, which kills him on the ramp. No, that the was, the, was uh, that. The, the Meltzer driver. I thought it was just the Indy Taker because he didn't flip into it. Oh, I'm okay. I didn't see what the other one was doing. Okay, yeah, it, it, may, it may have been. It may have been. Whatever yeah, it was, uh, he was dead. Either way, <laughs> he fucking killed him. The crowd booed that spot, which which would normally be cheered because they just hated the Bucks right now. And on the ramp, too, you know, that's... uh, Yeah. Uh, extra, extra greasy. Hangman, at one point he was channeling his inner Marty Skrull. He did that villainous kick and then the chicken wing submission. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. But then, uh, but then someone hits a splash to break that one up. Someone hits a 450 splash. Uh, and then it was just like fucking this V-trigger-a-thon for a little yeah, bit there too. I think uh, Kenny hits like four or five in a row <laughs> at one yeah. point. And then... Kenny goes for the one-winged angel, but his injured shoulder prevents him from hitting it. So Paige picks the guy up and says, fucking, he hits the one-winged angel of his own. But he only gets a two-count. But super hot. Everyone was going nuts for that. Uh, They hit the buckshot V-trigger combo as well, which Matt kicks out of. So finally, Adam Page just says, fuck it. And he hits a buckshot lariat on both of them and gets the three-count to retain the titles after a 30-minute tag team classic. What a match. Excellent match. Wow. Five stars? I'll give it five stars. Oh, my. Now, this is, now, is this a Mike five stars or is this like <laughs> a, an actual six stars, but Mike's giving it five uh, stars? <laughs> no, this is a five. I mean, um, uh, okay, so. There will be other five it's, stars. It's March 2nd as of this recording. Uh, um, I didn't. I don't even say it for every match. I, you don't say it for a match. That's true. So if it stands out to you, it must really be standing out. You know what? It's March 2nd right now. Um, where's I, 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 I can if, if I'm dropping the shoot meter on this being the match of the year, I would be totally confident in that. I'm not as confident in that. Like last year when I saw Cody Dustin, I knew this one. It could be match of the it year. It could be match of still, the year. I still have faith in the future as well. Not that this <laughs> can't live up. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunately for me. I think every single other match I'll see all year is just flat out. It's just it's just flat out downhill from <laughs> <laughs> from from the action to uh, and I think like we said this last time, the Bucks will always be liked, and they're not yeah. anymore. I think we were just talking about that last show and this constant Adam Page. Heel, Page is just he went heel yeah, he's tease. Like 
He's um, just one of the top guys. Like uh, he went from just being kind of bland cowboy guy to now everyone fucking loves everything. He yeah, does. everyone's really on board, and it was uh, you know, that's cool. Yeah, I I don't think of Adam Page as being like if I'm going, you know, if we're going to an AEW show, Adam Page it wouldn't be one of the first guys I'd think of. Uh, that you know you'd be stoked to see, but he's yeah. he's winning crowds he's, over. He's working his way up there. Yeah. He really like six is. months ago he wouldn't even be in my top ten. Now he would make that for sure. And this but, is uh, uh you know and this is this is just like you know booking that's paid off. Yeah, I love it. And and uh, you know they uh, uh yeah so at the end of the match when they finally do win they tease for a second Hangman's he's in the position like he's gonna do the buckshot lariat. But then he just like holds the rope open. And it all, it all, it all, and even yeah, even just that yeah. tease at the end. But Kenny left with him this time. They left together as friends. Well, of course. Well, they're both champions together, right? And yeah. even like at the end of the match, the Young Bucks are trying to like motion towards Adam Page, like, no, like you guys won. Don't worry, yeah. celebrate. Like it's all chill. Uh, man, I can't wait to see where this goes. Also, yes, it's been great. It's mm. been great storytelling so far. We'll see. Uh, let's 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 keep moving on. Yeah, let's move on. We get the women's championship match. The newly crowned Nyla Rose taking on Chris Statlander, and uh, this this match was in a bit of a tough spot. I think I think that. literally anything, and especially the way the rest of the card kind of plays out. There's nothing you could have put. A- yeah. Any any match would have suffered after this match. Yeah. <laughs> anything so, uh, would have suffered. Yeah, so, you know, so the crowd, they were a little bit flat a bit for, uh, so it wasn't, and the match itself, it wasn't quite what I'd hoped it was, or wanted it to be, but it was still alright. Um, the wrestling was fine, Nyla, Nyla being the big heel, crowd still into Statlander as a baby face. Uh, I guess the one memorable spot was when Statlander was hung up on the ropes, Nyla was gonna go for her big drop kick, and then she just kinda does a handstand, walks away, poses in front of Nyla. Uh, but eventually, Nyla hits the big power bomb off the second rope to retain her title. Yeah, all these two need to do is kind of like build on this match. Statlander is the you know she's the future player, as it were. Yeah, future um, baby face of the division in in that women's division. So you know, just kind of fucking keep it going. You need to ha- you need to have a women's championship match on a pay per view. So you know, yeah. there's no- and I mean, yeah. you know, compared to all the other matches, this match, if one match had to be in this dead spot here, this was probably the one to do, anyways. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, I I also thought like you know kicking off the show with this with the Dustin Rhodes Jake Hager match. I thought that was a weird choice too. Uh, yeah, that one. You know, you I mean, swapped with like it, Sammy Darby maybe. But. Yeah, exactly. Something that maybe would have gotten the crowd a little bit more into it. I mean, you know, this is that's that's nitpicking at that point. Uh, but yeah, these 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 ladies yeah. got it going on. It was passable. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, not amazing like I want every match to be. <laughs> <laughs> I want every single thing to be um, a mic five stars. I want if every, they're capable of I want every match to be an, a mic five. Yeah, but like I said, not all fives are created equal. Not all fives are created equal. Yeah. But you have to have some boundaries, some limits. I'm glad that you have those limits there because some people just go out and <laughs> I hear they're at eight stars now. That's what I mean. I hear they're at eight stars. Is something once never you get gonna... to ten star then then what's a five star match even mean? Well I guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are, are we ever going to, like, in our lifetime or in Uncle Dave's lifetime, will we, will we see a nine-star match? I'm not, uh, I will not rule it out. You're, you're not going to rule it out. You're not going to rule it out. Nope. Neither would I. Nope. Neither would I, quite frankly. Yeah. But let's go on here. We've got the, the blood feud. Literally, we've had blood in this thing, and we'll get some more. Because we got Cody Rose 
taking on MJF. You know, he made it through the lashings. He made it through the cage match with Wardlow. He's got a live performance by the band Downstate of his entrance theme song. That was pretty cool, too. That was cool, but... Uh, well, what's whether this is cool or not, I'm sure the first thing that everyone noticed was that Cody has a fucking neck tattoo. Wasn't that something? See, I'm watching uh. this. I thought <laughs> I thought to myself, uh, I thought to myself it was just a like a like a ma- they just make up it on. Yeah, it, it took was me a, a few, it was a decal like, or something. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, it's gonna wipe off later in the that's match. That's what I thought too. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's I'm like it. Does, it looks weird, but he would, you know, there's and no way he. It, would. it wasn't until uh, it wasn't until like I think this morning or like or like after I was watching the show did I see Cody like you know, hey guys, I got a tattoo. Shout out. Uh, I heard, well, during the match, JR said something, but I was like, that is a real tattoo, or something. Okay, so okay, I, I, then, I may have, I may have missed that, I may have missed that yeah. part. and then online after I saw there was a lot of, a lot of backlash, and... I think, well, I think, I don't know, you know our, our, today's trivia might tie in a little bit to, <laughs> okay. uh, well, to, to some tattoos, but yeah, Cody, Cody fucking no, went for it. That's like... I just, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, I, you and I, we both have tattoos, we love tattoos, um... But to go from like a simple text on your chest to a fucking neck tattoo is your second piece of ink. And is also, crazy. I've heard of uh, I've heard of places um, where like tattoo parlors or tattoo artists. There's kind of like this like a Hippocratic oath, as it were, where like if you don't have a, a single tattoo and then you want one on your face or, yeah. or your neck or the back of your hand, some tattoo artists may. You know, try to yeah. veer you in a different direction as to as to placement for that, just to like go for, go go yeah, for something so ballsy, I guess you know. But you're you're Cody Rhodes, you can do whatever the fuck you want. So yeah, Cody you're Rhodes, a rich celebrity, has a red and blue. Of course, yeah. folks listening at home, it's, like it's the, his uh, logo. It's like the nightmare his nightmare logo. family uh, yeah. skull, it, red, white, and blue. And it's skull. not like a small one either. It's it's uh, fucking huge. And that guy, I mean, the guy's probably what like six three six. But he's a big guy. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's just neck tattoo. It's wild. Yeah, love it's it. The, love it. Uh, love it. You can love it. I, I just it. I don't know about the the placement and the have arrangement seen, of it. Have you seen Jack Gallagher's new tattoo? By the new tattoos, by the way. No, remember but I that. Heard they remember were that guy. Something. Remember that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's covered heard, with uh, him now. He didn't quite go full uh, T.J. Perkins mode, <laughs> uh, but he got he got quite. A, has anyone checked in on T.J. Perkins lately? Uh, is he doing okay? I don't know. Where does he work? <laughs> uh, I think Impact or uh, whatever that is. Anyways, anyways, moving on from the tattoo because... Uh, Are you ready? I don't know if I'm ready to move no, on from the Okay, tattoo. no, we're st- st- sticking on the tattoo still, Mike. Any uh, uh, Anything else you still want to say? <laughs> no, I mean, yes, I applaud his passion, his desire to do it. I just, you know, I think he could have spent a little more time thinking about the, the placement of it. or Because uh, you would think that, that exact tattoo just, on your shoulder blade... Makes perfect yeah. sense. You like know, the way it's just kinda... tilted and stuff. I don't know. It's crazy. I love tattoos. I'm not hating him. If he's happy with it, that's fine. I'm putting him over. I'm putting him over. I'm putting that okay. one. I'm putting that one over. Put that. Yeah. Cue the theme song. There it is. Uh, there it 
is. Maybe Brandy. That's, maybe that's what the putting over segment should be. It should just be instead of like it being like a a moment that happens. It's just if well, you, it never had to be. It was always if you over. ever just have something to put over, you say it. And then, and then we uh, soundboard drop the theme, okay. and it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> okay. I'm putting it um, over. I'm putting it over. Well, Brandy Rhodes herself came out afterwards and says that she hates it as well. So good to know. She's like, but you know, Cody, when he wants something, he was it was it a shoot or uh... it was a shoot? It was a shoot. <laughs> was she shoot? Real? I don't. I don't, like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, she does not like it, but whatever. I'll I'll live with it. It's just uh, yeah. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> there was a match. We had a we had a real good match. Mike, to get I to don't here. think you want to move on. Though. <laughs> I think that's why. I'm I just love you know. You know. I'm just I looking at tattoos. it right now. Like it's it's the size of your hand on your neck. Like I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of trying to. Size I don't it hate up. the art. I don't hate. I just hate the way like the the where it is and the the tilt of it. I don't know. It's crazy. I think, yeah, it, I think no. it would look better just as a you know a traditional. Uh, put it on his other pectoral or put it on his arm. It would have been. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Well, he was obviously dead set on that spot. So. Gotta, 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 gotta love him for that though. Gotta love him for that. But let's get to let's get to the actual match because the, ma- the there it, this wasn't just a display of Cody's new tattoo. No, yeah. this this was a match uh, that has been months and months in the work. Now we got through the lashings, we got through Wardlow, we got through like not touching him, which was a weird, uh, which was which was a, yeah, it was there, but it was there, uh, and the match is, uh, has finally come. Yeah, so Cody's got Brandy and Arn in his corner. MJF's got the Wardlow. Um, then early on, Brandy just causes shit, grabs a beer, splashes it in his face. Wardlow, that is. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, MJF, he's just putting him in these submissions, locking Cody's shoulders behind his back, so he has to bite onto the rope to break this submission. And then MJF, uh, I don't even know where it happened, but he gets busted open at some point. I'm not sure is- <laughs> either. I think he I think he just cut himself when he was da- Yeah, it was down. a blade job. Yeah, when he was down beside the ring. I think point. it was yeah during the shenanigans with like Wardlow and man Brandy like yeah. jumping on him and stuff somewhere like. in the shenanigan in the midst. Yeah, so he comes up, he's bleeding, he's blasted bl- open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Cody takes advantage, starts pounding at his bloody head. So we were wrong. We both predicted blood, but we thought Cody was going to be the one to bleed. I thought it was going to be Cody, but you know what? After uh, after. No, I guess you don't bleed much when you're getting tattooed. Never mind. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> well, there's a bit of blood. But <laughs> a uh, bit. yeah, yeah, this made sense. Uh, yeah, one of the MJF, he takes off Cody's boot. He exposes that broken toe. He starts stomping on it and he even bites it at one point. So uh, real life injury coming into effect there. Yeah, that was yeah, that was cool. Or at least uh, even you don't even if it, it's like shit, I wonder how often shit like that is real. Like all all AEW had to do was tweet out a little. Cody Rhodes yeah, suffered a broken toe, been... and then suddenly we have an entire angle, uh, yeah. you know, because it lets it lets MJF do something shitty and go after your injury and bite your toe or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the that's the blurred lines of the wrestling world. Yeah. You never really know. It's so effect, it's it's so incredibly effective. <laughs> yeah, if a guy's good at selling, you don't know if he's actually hurt or if it's just a, a shoot, a work. We don't know, but uh, yeah, good match. Uh, Eventually, uh, Cody, he takes off his belt. He starts whipping. He's going to whip MJF, but the ref's like, ah, come on, Cody. But he's like, he hit me 10 times. Let me get him one more. So the ref says, okay, one more. And he does. <laughs> yeah, he gives him that. <laughs> he he's lets like, him in the wall. <laughs> come on, look what this guy did to me. <laughs> okay, yeah. you so he, and then he tosses the belt into the crowd. Uh, MJF hits his, uh, not the, the double cross, He called, but Cody kicks out. Cody hits two crossroads in a row. 
He goes for a third, but MJF pulls a diamond ring out of his trunks and he clocks him with that ring punch and gets the three count. So heel wins with the great drama, great match. We got the blood. Uh, yeah, good. the feud is not over, though. Yeah, feud's not over. Uh, the the crowd the crowd was a little bit weird for this one for me too. Uh, especially like this this match had the hottest build, possibly like yeah. you know on on this whole on this whole card right short of our uh, short of our main event. Um, yeah. But yeah, this like the 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 spots at the end of the match or towards sort of towards the end was that type of heat hype that I was uh, that I was really hoping for. And just uh, MJF getting to be all fucking cowardly. I do like one thing. Like we said last week, the managers that look like they're doing something, uh, but not just yeah. Zelina Vega slapping on the side of the ring. Uh, Arn Anderson, <laughs> well, that's what they're supposed to do. Arn Anderson comes to the ring with uh, like a laminated piece of paper, although as if he's calling plays from the sideline. <laughs> the like, coach. It's actually like he's like sitting there going, you know, telling Cody, like, okay, you're going to hit him with this and then hit him with one of these. Yeah. <laughs> and, Cody. Chicago special. They're both covering their mouths when they're talking to each other. I don't know. Just, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 and like the and it wasn't just a piece of paper. It wasn't just a white piece of paper. You could see. I never. Uh, you couldn't see what it was, but you could see that there was writing. You could see that some chunks were like highlighted green, others were highlighted yellow. So it's, do professional sports teams have lip readers that coaches think are just watching the cameras? Well, that's left? that's what it's all. Uh, that's the whole kind of like. Uh, but do they? But do they? I mean, I know the Houston Astros probably. If you could pay somebody to maybe give you a competitive advantage, would you? I think that's really kind of what it comes down to, yeah. right? Either maybe yeah, <laughs> maybe some sports <laughs> organizations would say no. But could no. you use that against you? Start melding things that you're not going to do and fuck with them? I mean, you could, but like, yeah, it'd be like, yeah it's like you have like a dis with your team, it's like when you say you know like we're running the ball it actually means we're passing the ball <laughs> like yeah. do you like do whatever yeah exactly like you would have like a whole codex of different terminology i'm not sure but uh but they're playing something off and uh yeah but anyways yes i agree good managerial roles on both ends you know, you know? but but you know and uh we'll get, give it a bit of time for this to cool off and we'll come right back uh blood and guts maybe <laughs> maybe there'll be uh war games involved they, uh, they'll be in the blood and guts who knows because i guess blood we need guts, maybe yes. possibly three yeah it's not called war games mike don't get they ahead haven't, of, yeah they haven't really don't said get ahead of yourself I, there yeah, we don't know any of the steps yet. If it's gonna be tag teams, four on four, three on, th we don't know. One Maybe on just one, two guys in two rings. <laughs> Maybe just one on one. Maybe just one I mean, on two one. Two rings, two guys. That's a lot of. Room. That's a lot of room. That's a lot of room to make a lot of stuff happen. Yeah, uh, but let's go to the co-main event here. Co-main event, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and the crowd was everyone. Yes, everyone. Oh uh, my! We've been God. We've been waiting months for this pack Ma taking on the singles debut. A freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, who's accompanied by the best friends, of course. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he comes out to wrestle, the crowd's chanting, holy shit, right off the bat. They're <laughs> so pumped to see him. I've never yeah. seen I've never seen a crowd more excited. Yeah. And early on, you know, he catches catches pack off guard early on with a couple takes downs, like an arm drag or two with his hands in his pockets. Uh, but Pac, he played along well. They They exchanged super weak kicks on each other. Uh, but then uh, Orange Cassidy, he does get more serious as the match goes on. Starts hitting some good moves. Pack hits an avalanche brain buster. But he lets up off the pin at two count. And he goes to set up for the black arrow. But Orange Cassidy just slowly rolls out of the way. So he grabs him, sets him up on the other side. But then he just rolls out to the other corner. 
which the crowd loved. Standing ovation for that. <laughs> Him rolling from side to <laughs> side. Just rolling away. <laughs> uh, was huge. Was huge. Like I can't. I can't even put into words. Like the pop for that. The pops. And this was this was again one of those wrestling shows that I was super glad that I'm watching it by myself, uh, <laughs> because I'm just screaming at myself. I'm screaming at the screen. I'm slapping on my uh, the ottoman in the middle in the middle of the room there. And that was one of. And that was that was one of those moments where you just can't help but just fucking laugh yeah it was great you know uh he gets back up he gets fired up he hits a big superman punch followed by his stun dog millionaire uh he hits a big air raid crash so he's getting some near falls but then these fucking assholes the lucha brothers come out to start causing a ruckus so the best friends fight with them and all this shenanigan distracts orange cassidy so pack wrenches his arm down locks in the brutalizer and gets the submission victory but we all still love Ops. Gets the OC. submission victory and might have been the most pleasant surprise I've ever seen on a pay-per-view. What, the match itself? Just the match itself. This, uh, you know, well, I mean. Uh, you're surprised? I thought it was going to be good. Oh, of course. I well, you know, I mean, we, we, we knew, <laughs> I knew it was going to be great. We knew it was going to be good, but we didn't. maybe we didn't know it was going to be this. And uh, Orange Cassidy well, busting out those, those high-flying DDTs everywhere he goes. Yeah, that Superman punch, which they didn't know what to call. Because I guess WWE has punch. that trademark too. So. Well, they don't own the name Superman, so <laughs> that's a good point. But well, maybe they own the name to rights to his. It's a UFC move. People punch. have done that in MMA. <laughs> maybe right. I think they call it that in MMA. That, as yeah, well. that is it's what like, it's called. That is what it's jumps called. off the cage and. Uh, you know, you bring the Lucha Bros in at the end there. Um, they're kind of, it, uh, the Lucha Brothers are kind of aimless right They're kind now. of lost, yeah, and the lost yeah. of this, like, weird mid-card thing, maybe, uh, maybe... Playing heels, but they wrestle like baby faces. You know, maybe it was a way to just get kind of Trent and Chuck Taylor out of there, maybe it was a way to get, uh, Lucha Bros on Pac's team, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Because all, uh, all three of these guys are kind of lost in this weird shuffle creatively yeah because they're not in the tag titles but there's yeah they want something else to do yeah kind of giving them something else to do so maybe just kind of all three of those guys is is what it was but yeah this was the most fun uh you could have watching a wrestling match i think yeah and now the people for that haven't seen orange cassidy actually wrestle they know that he can get serious when he needs to yeah he can and he will and we're looking forward to more certainly uh, it's main. It's main event time, though. Main event. Main event. The AEW World Heavyweight Championship, defended by the champion Chris Jericho, taking on John Moxley here. Uh, and Jericho had a nice. He had a special entrance. He had this choir out there singing his Judas, which everyone loved. That was awesome. The crowd yeah, was that into was it. So yeah. cool. I Very really well like done. I really like that. Yeah, so uh, these two, they go at it. They start brawling right away into the crowd. Jericho grabs the camera at one point. Gives him the finger. Classic. A lot of middle fingers on this show. Classic uh, Jericho middle finger <laughs> routine. Uh, and then back in the ring, he throws Moxley into the ring post, which busts him open near his injured eye. Another blade job, I think, but they had it Yeah, near the near the busted eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho power bombs him through the timekeeper table. And then other inner circle members are out there causing trouble. But then Aubrey Edwards, eventually, she just catches them and she's had enough of their bullshit. And she ejects them out to a huge pop, one of the biggest pops of the one night. One of the biggest pops of the night. Audrey Edwards <laughs> is consistently getting huge pops. <laughs> yeah. And Jericho, you know, he was continuing, you know, little shoves, little pushes on her. He, that feud. We love that feud. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but once the inner circle's getting kicked out, little Sammy Guevara sneaks up and he nails Mox with the title belt behind all this and he slithers away. Jericho covers him, but only gets a two. So, and Moxley, I think he survives a code breaker as well. A lion tamer attempt. Uh, and Jericho goes for the Judas effect, but he ducks out of the way, hits a paradigm shift, and then he lifts off his eye patch to reveal that his eye is healed. He was playing possum this whole match. Um, and then he hits the elevated paradigm shift, and that gets him to three count to win the title. Bit of a surprise for me, but uh, I'm okay with that. He comes, yeah, come, comes comes away with the win. But surprise for you. I didn't. I didn't think uh, Jericho would lose it already. But you didn't think it was. Know. You didn't think it was time. It was yeah, way longer. I didn't than think not. it was not time, but I just didn't think it was going to happen already. Yeah, also way longer than I thought it was. I think they said 182 days. Uh, as Jamie, so that's you know that's that's that, yeah. that that is a good well, chunk uh, of time. He's just think, been the only one. Yeah, I think well to be the first two months there was no TV, so we didn't really. That's kind of a free two months of his reign. Really, I thought he like he won it in August and then Dynamite debuted October. Oh, I th- maybe I th- like a month I, no, and a half. I, th- I thought he won it. I thought that was on the the first night of, like their their TV debut. I thought was when, or that was the women's match. Yeah, oh, he okay. he beat he beat Hangman Page at All Out. Right, oh. right. Okay, it's it's uh that, that's coming back to me. Yeah, so but I guess still, uh, yeah, so he had a what seven month, eight month reign or something. What, so, I don't know. Whatever that is. Either yeah. way, <laughs> it was a good enough reign. Yeah, I'm not saying I didn't agree with the decision. I just thought he might have gone a bit longer. But Moxley's gonna be a good champion. Crowd loves him. They didn't want him to lose. Of so course, I think uh, I think the he, his eye patch is coming off was uh, I think I, I think that was my idea last week. I think was <laughs> yeah, that the eye patch is coming off and he's he's been okay the whole time. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if the implication was he's been okay the whole time. Yeah, maybe not that. okay the whole time, but he's like I'm okay now, and yeah, that was like, and, I've been okay. Yeah, for, and that was and that was exactly what he needed. Uh, and this, um, this, yeah, this was like a you know a, th- a throwback match, right? I mean, the, the whole night before had had all sort had all sorts of flips and red hot action and uh, all that sort of stuff. And this was and this was a little bit and this was a little bit different. This was uh, somebody you know finally overcoming the uh, you know what's been holding them back. It was it was a different story they got to tell, and it was yeah, uh, and it was. Uh... Yeah, after the match, he cuts a promo about his journey and AEW and uh, all that. And it, it's funny because he's a multi-time world champion, but in a way, it almost felt like his first world title win. Yeah, and it's you, like a you new and beginning. You, you, you could see you could see it in him too. Uh, yeah, you know when he was when he was celebrating that win. Uh, th- this really did feel like his first fucking championship he's ever <laughs> he's ever won. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, looking forward to the era of the Moxman leading. Yeah, the Moxley's era, because, I mean, my biggest question is, and I hope it's not Bill Goldberg, but who's next? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not ruling him out. I'm not ruling him out. No, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't rule him don't out. Don't rule but, him out. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm guessing they might do one more Jericho match, and then he'll move on. And Maybe. I, I wonder, Um, and I haven't really looked, so just pure speculation, but... I wonder if uh, a band like like does Fozzie go on tour in the summer? You know, would he uh, would, would he have the time? They do. You know, you got you got to wonder is uh you know you take the belt off Jericho because he is in that band and he does a lot of shit with that band. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm sure they're doing some sort of shows and stuff. Yeah, it, you, but it, it, he only has to wrestle once a week. Or just show up once <laughs> once a week. But yeah, yeah but either. I guess there, there's probably a lot of also like staying yeah. in shape. And well, I now imagine... that he's not the champ, he can just show up every couple months. Yeah, well, I mean, that's really what begs the next question, right? What's next for the inner circle? They don't really have much going for them right now. Uh, Guevara took a loss. Uh, uh, Jake Hager got took a win. 
Yeah, um, Santana Ortiz were just they managers. were just kind of they were just kind of there. Uh, Jeff Cobb wasn't on the scene, but you know it's um it's not looking good for the inner circle right now. Yeah, if Jericho is gonna not be around as much, they need someone to step in as a new leader for these young men. Yeah, so we'll have to see how that goes. But that was AEW Revolution, uh, one hell of a show. That's that's all yes, we got. Another to say. another great success. Another barn burner from AEW, and uh, that's gonna lead us right into our break. I think, but uh, we're yep. going to come back with the second half of the show. we got trivia. We've got SmackDown, so stick around. How does that sound? <laughs> the go-home to the go-home show. <laughs> it's the go-home. Well, actually, yeah. Wait, we have a go-home show coming up? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. It depends when our next episode is because Elimination Chamber is on Sunday. Oh, my God. Oh, Mike. But, Mike, uh, I can't do this. No, but listen. The funny thing is. You got to keep the I shoot calendar uh, regimented. There's all, there's we, we there's more matches announced for WrestleMania than there is for this pay-per-view. So and we only know of three matches. At the <laughs> are, moment, you ser- so. are you serious? Uh, yeah. what, what, but we do have two episodes to get through. What, to, what, or, what was or the, on a SmackDown. Yeah, what was the pay-per-view uh, a couple months ago where, yeah, flat out, yeah. I think we were talking about It was the, the same sh- thing, like two thing. or three matches at the most. Maybe it was know? like Hell in a Cell, maybe, yeah. or something like those. that. But either way, folks, uh, let's not get bogged down in what we're going home to. <laughs> or from or uh, or whatever because we are back with the second half of the Shoe Brothers Wrestling Podcast and um, let's kick off the second half of the show uh, the way we always do with which is with there we go a little bit of trivia trivia woo trivia woo. Mike um, I have four questions for you. I have four for oh, you. Oh, we were so close. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, we're so close <laughs> on hitting that Big Mac, but I'm gonna kick well, off this fun. week's uh, trivia because my uh, my trivia for you, Mike, is um, as of course we were talking about. Cody Rhodes got a bold new tattoo <laughs> on his uh, body. Yeah. In a particularly visible region. And uh, so, Mike, we're just going to talk about some other uh, famous wrestling tattoos where I'm going to try to, like, describe the tattoo. And I know this is an audio medium, so this it's, it's going to work out, though. I have, like, a series of leading clues about the tattoo that yeah. will then kind of lead you to who it is. Okay. And I'm looking I'm for ready. the answer of, like, the wrestler. I'm ready. Okay, so for, we're we're gonna we're gonna start off a little easier for this first one. Um, okay, so your for your first question or the answer we're looking for uh, has their ex-wife's name tattooed on their Adam's apple, mm-hmm. but uh, but since their divorce covered it up. That would be the Undertaker. The Undertaker, of course. Uh, if you go back to Limp Biscuit era Undertaker, uh, he's got the name Sarah tattooed like directly on there, not even off to the side. Yeah. It's no, right in the middle of the neck. Right in the middle of the neck. Um, uh, yeah. She uh, S A R A, no H, four letters. No. She was actually involved in a storyline on television for a little bit. Oh really? So she's been yeah she's on she's on the network somewhere she's on, on there. She, check her out. She's on the network, um, yeah. I, and then he covered it up. Now it's just like all black. I bet it was something a pattern yeah. kind of. Yeah, they just it just looks like a blue black blob there now. It just looks like I blue black blob blob there, and uh, but it's all good because I'm sure the Undertaker has the name Michelle McCool on his ass. So don't worry. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> all right, Mister Mark Calloway. Okay, what you got for me, Mike? 
Okay, we've got for you. I know you've been waiting for it. The return. Yes. Of, <laughs> of Humdinger. Oh, perfect. Is here. Perfect. So, uh, last time, you know, we had some laughs. It, it might not have gone so well. So hopefully, I picked a couple easier ones this time. But you never know. Either way. We might get a giggle or two out of it. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we <laughs> will. Okay. Let uh, me tune up the man. <laughs> All right. The first humdinger. It's so hard when someone else is singing it. Uh, John, you, you can't see me, Doug. Yes. Uh, yeah. So the, was the intro was that misleading? No, that was no, that was it exactly. That was that, okay. that was it exactly. Yeah, it's like okay. it's like those like couple trumpets. Yeah, the, the fanfare. Going, yeah. Okay, I'm glad we got it. We I'm got we got it. it, of course. Um, that's a great song. You know, if you're looking for a good <laughs> song a to like, wake up to in the morning, you know, you want to set your alarm as John Cena's theme. It, it's gonna, it really does. It's got a big fight feel to it. Anytime you hear that track, it, whether you like Cena or not, you feel like something big. I like think that. everyone does at this point. I think I think we're most people have. I think good. yeah. If you <laughs> if you really don't like him, you're just being a dumbass. I think at that point. Yeah, I mean he's yeah Boo he's proven. Boo him or cheer him, but he's there. So yeah. Even I All think right. when we saw John Cena that one time, it was a SmackDown live taping. We hundred yeah. percent booed him on his way out. And then he got and into that. He won bit. us over. Yeah, he got into that bit with Baron Corbin where he called him a dumpster fire. And then by the <laughs> yeah. end of the promo, it's like shit. We loved him, John. We <laughs> love you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's always been. Okay. All right, Mike. So your uh, your tattoo trivia number two. Uh, this person has the Offspring's fiery faced logo on their shoulder. That would be James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. Uh, <laughs> of course, you know what we're looking at. You know, remember the offspring? They have that little face. Uh, it's fiery. And he's got it yeah. right there. Yeah, he's a big fan. And uh, I don't know if you know, but his other tattoo is another offspring logo as well from one of their other albums. Oh, he right. He does like have like this winged angel yeah, thing with the, like a... Uh, with like a thousand lies and yeah. good, uh, what was that album yeah. called? Fuck. Rier in the eye. That was a that's a banger song Rier too. So big, uh, yeah, it's a good James Ellsworth, big Offspring fan. Evidently. Yeah. Evidently, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Ellsworth. Okay, your next humdinger. Okay. <clears throat> I like that you need to take a sip of water <laughs> first. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Um, uh, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to the trumpet part. I love it. I love that you're going into this like, yeah, that's distorted, <laughs> distorted guitar voice. Oh yeah, I have to add <laughs> some effects. <laughs> but thank, this is going much better than last time. <laughs> but it'll, 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 the next ones will be harder though. I think so last time better. we were just caught up in how funny, how much fun we were having. I think we were just that's kind of caught. I, I did pick some ones like Shayna Baszler that were might not have been as. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay, perfect, Mike. <laughs> that one was good. Okay, Mike, your third tattoo trivia. Yes. Uh, this person has the word "immortal" tattooed on their giant shoulder blades. Immortal. Uh, clue number one. Clue number two is 
We never usually see it because he's too busy just showing off those pythons. Uh, I guess that would have to be Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. There you have it. Okay, so um, not known for his tattoos, of course. Known for his clean kind of body look. Um, at one point in his TNA run, so I guess we're talking, you know, probably like early, mid-2000s or whatever, uh, at a show, at a house show, he ripped off his shirt to reveal the words immortal, written like huge lettering <laughs> across the back of his I shoulders. Guess that's, uh... You can I see, guess that's why he never takes his yeah, shirt off. Yeah, you can see it. Um, you, you you can probably find a photo online. It it probably comes. It's like the whole shoulder blade there. It really uh, goes. I'm seeing all the way he's got across. something on his arm too, like his forearm going down. Some letters. Yeah, or he's got and he's got some. He's you know he's since kind of gotten a few more tattoos. Uh, but yes, that's just another one to add to the book. All right, Hulkster. Okay, round three. Round three. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Ready. Mm-hmm. Do you recognize it? Fuck, I do. I do. Uh, but I think I'm going to be wrong. See, ah, oh man, for some reason I was thinking heavy machinery. No. But it's not them. Uh, th- th- they were the first people that came to my mind, though. It is, uh, it's no guitar. It's more of a, Yeah. You know, that's a drum and a synth. And... I got, I, that, yeah, that, that was my, uh, that, that was my one guess. That was my guess. All right. Who it is, is it? MJF. Oh, Maxwell, okay. Maxwell Jacob, yes, it's a bit more of a calmer. Okay, yeah, because we've said that before. AEW, uh, they're just lacking on the on the good themes right now. Yeah, so uh, but I had to throw an AEW. Of in there. course, no, of course. Uh, they need someone. If they need someone writing themes, yeah. the shoot, I do like his theme though. The Shoot so Brothers are a proven uh, theme <laughs> uh, writing. Yes, they're, they're definitely, you know, you want to contact them, license some tunes, we might be able to talk. I know, I'm sure we can talk, I'm sure we can make something work out. Okay, Mike, your fourth tattoo trivia. Uh, tattoos, they have every single finger tattooed with various logos ranging from the Wu-Tang Clan to Superman. Uh, clue number one. Okay. Um, clue number two, last time we saw them... They had covered up an iconic tattoo, not not a tattoo of the Iconics, an iconic <laughs> tattoo for them. Yeah, that surrounded their belly button. Uh, I think that would have to be Batista. Batista, of course. Batista. Um, yeah, he uh, he had the little he had a little fiery sun over his over yeah. his navel there his for belly. many many years. Uh, when he showed back up at WrestleMania last year, he was just had way more tattoos than what he last had. Yeah, he's got tons. And it's funny because we 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 I feel like when we see him in movies, like or you know you you see him in Guardians, he's covered up anyways. So you're just truly surprised how many <laughs> tattoos this guy actually has. Uh, he's fucking covered now. Um, yeah, tons. Tons. He has like his chest, the back no of his hands. No neck tattoo though. No neck yet. No neck. Uh, <laughs> you know, legs kind of all up and down, all various styles. And yeah, so I checked on his Instagram, and he has his fingers tattooed right where you know you would get your fingers tattooed to show something off with like, uh, so yeah, Superman logo, a Wu Tang Clan logo, an Avengers logo, other sorts <laughs> of little like little things that are all sort of things. 
yeah. just probably leading to a, a lifetime of nightmare for these Hollywood makeup artists. We're gonna have to cover up like you know the uh, the Pepsi Cola symbol every time he's in a movie. Deal with it. Deal with it. All right. So there's our tattoo trivia. Tattoo trivia for the week. I've got one last humdinger. Okay. Perfect. Ah. Let's play. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Bring, 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 bring. Bring, 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 bring. <laughs> oh, fuck. Bring, bring, bring. Oh, bring, my God. Bring, 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 bring. Bring, <laughs> you know what? Fuck, I do know it, but like it's not coming to me and it's gonna kill me when I hear it. <laughs> you can hear that sound. I can hear yeah. the yeah, it's the bring bring modulation. It's the bring bring bring. That's, that's what how I, it starts. That's what bring, I get. Bring. Yeah, that's what oh my god. You don't you don't get the other part? The other part's my favorite. But no, the bring bring. That's bring. what I can like recognize. <laughs> bring bring oh, fuck. It's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me, Mike. I got nothing. It is bro. <laughs> Matt Riddle. Shit, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Bro. It even does that. In the he, yeah, it could starts off with the bro. <laughs> that yeah, that would have killed me. Yeah. Fuck. I, yeah, I knew it. The Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Because it's got that, like, yeah, it's got that, com- it's got that Compton, uh, whatever, synth noise. Yeah. It's got, <laughs> yeah, it's got that Snoop Dogg, <laughs> West Coast, uh, whatever synth sound is. Whatever, I love it. All right, fun stuff. That was perfect. What another another great week of trivia. Another great week of trivia. Another great um, tattoos and all. It's about time we keep moving on though, um, because although happening uh, chronologically prior to uh, our revolution, we did have to get that revolution pay per view out of the way because this is just some normal show with some normal fifty year old on it. Mm-hmm. It's SmackDown. <laughs> Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. And we're live um, from, I don't know, somewhere. Uh, But it's always fun because we just got home from Saudi Arabia. Like Yeah, they made it this time. The plane just landed. Um, yeah, that would suck for them. And you would think, just... you know, like a jet lag affects anybody, but I'm sure mm-hmm. it, it affects 50 year olds just as much as it affects uh, <laughs> the young stars. And uh, but he is pretty tired. He has to get back to his hotel room uh, soon. So we're just going to get it out of the way because Goldberg comes out immediately. He's tired. He yeah. wrestled a four minute match. And then had to take a flight home. Like that's gonna tucker. That's gonna tucker him out. But he's coming off to uh, show off his brand new Universal Championship. And uh, I guess he just said who's next. Did he? He said yeah, other. Well, he gets a. He said other. He stuff. gets a good amount. Good amount of booze. Booze from the <laughs> crowd. A fair I think are, you, we're like, what the fuck, man? You shouldn't be here with this title. But yeah, he basically says it's not about who was last. It's about who's next. And then Roman Reigns comes out. So he gets in the ring and says, "I'm next." So that asshole doesn't even have to win an elimination chamber. Like, and what the fuck? and that's what's weird. Okay, because it's kind of like it's kind of like this double thing for me, where it's like I feel like, yeah, win the chamber. It's not fair. Yeah, well, it's, I feel like it's like win the chamber. If he Slater had come out, does that mean it would have been his turn? <laughs> yeah, he's next. But logically, to me too, Roman Reigns, even if it, like there was a non-match to win, he would be in the top. 
Yeah, it's like you'll get a shot. Anyways. Exactly. Like, you'll yeah. get a shot at it, but you gotta win something. Exactly. So, yeah. It yeah. seems like it's. It seems like. Uh, you, I don't know. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, I don't know. They I don't know. He, he gets to do it without. They, they showed the graphic after. It's official. They had the WrestleMania graphic done. Roman versus Goldberg. It's official. Because that's what doesn't make sense to me, unless this chamber match is now suddenly for one of the mid card titles. Like we've switched it to like well, the they did Intercontinental Championship or something. They announced later on the show a tag team elimination chamber. So right. Yeah. Women's it, chamber and a tag team. I think it's just those two. Exactly. Um. Yeah. The women's and the tag. But yeah. But like, if you were following it in like the crun, crun, uh, you know, in like the order of the show, that would be your first thought. Was yeah. How does Roman get this opportunity? And wait, <laughs> isn't isn't the opportunity yeah. supposed to present itself like next week or something? No. Instead, he just gets it. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. But I don't know. Let's go to the ring for some women's action. We got Bailey taking on Naomi, who she just beat in Saudi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Bailey gets on the microphone in the middle of the match. She makes that point. She says she shouldn't even be here in front of you little idiots. Uh, and then she introduces Sasha Banks, who we haven't seen in a while. Always good to have her back. Mm-hmm. Uh so Bailey cheap shots Naomi. They fight. Naomi hits a rear view, goes for a pin, but Sasha breaks it up, causing the DQ. And then they gang up on Naomi until Lacey Evans comes out to make the save. So we get a tag match, of course. What better uh, What better way to <laughs> make a tag match than by having four people? Yeah. So Lacey, <laughs> Naomi versus the Boss Hug Connection. They're back. They're back, uh, baby. They're back. Yeah. Gotta love a team with a name. Lacey gets a hot tag, runs wild. Naomi hits a big kick, sunset flip. The good guys get the win. That's all there is. That's all, there, that's all there is to it. You know, uh, are we are, how, are we running out of options? What's going on here with the SmackDown women's division? Ah, uh, well, it's definitely the least focused of the three. You know, um, ba- Bailey hasn't really clicked as a, as a heel this whole time. Yeah. Uh, all I need, all I need is Lacey winning that title at Mania. I don't care what they do. And that's where we're going, I guess. They don't uh, seem to care what they do either until the match. <laughs> because the chamber match we have to determine is is raw women only. Yeah. Uh, so. Charlotte is occupied, or like she's not involved in the SmackDowns picture, so I don't know. Yeah. So uh, th- yeah, th- they'll, throw, they'll do something. Th- throw three of them in a ring together and let them go for it. Yeah, they'll do something. Yeah, maybe they'll not like a Naomi Lacey, uh, Bailey thing, or maybe even add such a banks to that. Right? Have it be all four. Who knows. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, well, uh, we'll need, uh, like, I mean, yeah, like you were saying earlier, yeah, like, half the fucking card is made up anyways, but, like, you know, we can, we we're, we don't have really anything multi, multi-person going on right now. No triple threats. Yeah, we all the mid-card still needs to get figured out. Yeah, you know, and, uh... Like, the heavy machinery, they need, if they're gonna win the tag titles, that's the place for them to do it. Mm-hmm. He wins, he kisses Otis, or he kisses Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> Otis and Tucker plant him on each other, and, uh... uh but, yeah, we'll get to some of that, but, uh, let's go. Kofi Kingston taking on Robert Roode. Uh, behind the ref's back, Roode slams the stairs, pretends that Biggie did it, so Biggie gets tossed from the ring. So uh, Ziggler's outside causing shit, helping Rude. He, um, yeah, he fucks with Kofi. Rude rolls him up and gets a three count. Kofi's been pinned by Robert Rude. Yikes! Can you believe this man was champion? Not too long ago. uh, Yeah. So poor Kofi. At this time last year, he was in the midst of one of the one of the best pushes we've seen on the main roster in a long, long time. Kofi Mania. Kofi Mania was running wild, but uh, it was in all of our hearts and our and our thoughts. Yeah. Just like this man 
Uh, <laughs> I guess well, we, we we cut backstage. We see Sonia and Mandy. They're watching. Uh, they're watching Ziggler and Rude out there. And Sonia says, "Hey, your man seems happy." And Mandy smiles. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" So what's going on? We don't know. Uh, then we see footage of Otis watching backstage, and he's he's looking all sad and glum. And Tucker's there, and he's like, "Something's not right, man." Uh, I love you, but sometimes the guy just doesn't get the girl. You got to let Mandy go. But next week we're gonna get back out there. Yeah, so. you know, bros before hoes. It's it's been said before. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I we're. St- I've, st- uh, I've still got hope. I've still got hope. Yeah, we're you know, it's not over. It's, it's not, not over. In it's yeah. Ross and Rachel. How many years did it take them? <laughs> Ross and Rachel will them. never be over, or so I'm, <laughs> or so I'm told. Never well, the show's over, the show. and they were together on the last episode. Oh, okay, so good. But who knows what's happened since then? Yeah, Netflix could be like, hey, you want a billion bucks to bring the show I back? I want a billion bucks. <laughs> that's literally... That's what they would say. That's how they'd phrase it, too. <laughs> hey, you want a billion bucks? Want a billion bucks, kid? Yeah. Um, all right. Now we get an intercontinental title contract signing for, for Braun Strowman. Um, and then, uh, I guess, well, they all end up signing. Braun, Nakamura, Cesaro, and Sammy. It's going to be a three-on-one handicap match. So they all signed. Uh, they beat Braun up and hit a cool little double suplex haluba kick through the table. Uh, you know, WWE loves booking Braun Strowman in multi-man, like three-on-one matches. Loves doing that. Yeah. And the, the the handicap team never wins the title match. It never happens. Never. Or I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> like I would. I would. I would like wonder what the one case of it happening. Was. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened, but almost not. Yeah. Um. <laughs> which is you know. We need this belt. I keep forgetting that it looks like that now. Yeah. Like, it still doesn't thing. look kind of normal to me, so I still see it sometimes, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, It was shit. the one belt that they didn't need to change the design of. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was the one that was good. So, yeah, but whatever. Whatever. Uh, Daniel Bryan is taking on Curtis Axel, and Drew Gulak is there on commentary. But, uh, you know, Curtis Axel, he, he gets a little bit of a fight, but Bryan puts him out of his misery with the label lock and forces him to tap out. But it seems like they're building something with Gulak and Brian here. Brian and Gulak is what the payoff will have to be, and this will be uh, this will be another case, one of those cases of like if they don't give if if it you know they've been building it, and if they don't give it to us, then they clearly gave up on it, right? Let's just see it through. I like yeah, I like Drew hopefully. Gulak. His little powerpoints and shit. Yeah, like he's that. a good wrestler. He's a yeah good character. Let's see more. Yeah. Uh, and the Miz and John Morrison come out to cut a promo about winning the tag titles. Uh, and then, yeah, that's when we do get the announcement that they will defend those titles at the Elimination Chamber against New Day, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, Rudin Ziggler, and the Usos. Lucha House Party, they're still there. They're always kicking they're around. They're still there. They need a... Um, and yeah, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Just have fucking ten dudes in there smashing away on each other. Uh, you know, John Morrison's going to do a big flippy off one of the pods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Kofi's going to climb up the cage and then do his little, uh, what's that called when he just kind of like falls back? It's like, trust no, fall. it's like, no, yeah. Is it, is it just called trust fall? Trust fall? I think they call it trust fall. Uh, yeah, which will be great. Um, yeah, you know, it'll be fun. The, if we're going to, yeah, two chamber matches is fine. Yeah, one that sort of seems wins. to be the new, uh, yeah, standard now, right? Give one to the men, give one to the women and absolutely not having a single elimination chamber. For the next 365 days. <laughs> and then we go right yeah, back to it. Yes. Um, but then these guys do have a match. Miz and Morrison take on the Usos. Pretty uh, standard affair until Jimmy hits a Canadian Destroyer off the second it row. It was Destroyer Light. 
Uh, like it was, it was, it was really close. It, it didn't. Look, it, it looked like I, I also kind of popped. Uh, yeah. It was. It was great. It was good for it was Jimmy. Like, I never seen it from of him. Of course, before. yeah. Like so, you know, John Morrison could do that. Oh yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I think so it's, that was cool. Because I think that's how that that one works, right? It's like the destroyer is like ninety percent the person uh, taking it's it. It's harder for the guy taking it. He's basically got to do a backflip. Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah, because you're pretty much doing. Like you're pretty much doing all the work, and the other guy is just kind of. Well, the other guy still has to flip forward. Yeah, but it's yeah, yeah, to yeah. Front flip. Oh, and back of course. Flip. I mean, yeah, of course. Both have a high yeah. level of difficulty. Of course. Yeah. Either way, I think his was still a bit smoother than Dustin's. But, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, but uh, no, it was good. And then after Jay hits the splash, they get the win. So some momentum going to that chamber. And also, um, somewhere in the midst of this match was another one of those intention, uh, those gra- glitches. Oh yeah, going yeah, down. Uh, of course, and then and the uh, the announcers the announcers keep going past it as if it's not happening, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it makes it look nothing, like it's just for us. Uh, you know, the shoot meters flying hot. Mike, uh, any any changes? What you think? This uh, what we're teasing towards? Uh no, I think it'll be a, a new debuting wrestler. So uh, yeah, a new debut, not a not a repackage. Yeah. Or uh, I don't know, or something uh, like yeah. that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I also I like to think it's gonna be somebody new. Um, I heard some reports or I think a rumor about a possible Mustafa Ali repackage. Uh, He's got yeah. that same kind of uh, similar sort of aesthetic, and we haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, I heard rumor uh, Killer Cross is another one. Isn't that uh, a from the Suicide Squad? Uh, oh, that's Killer, Killer Croc. Croc. Oh, okay. Who's Killer yeah, Cross? <laughs> but, uh, Killer Cross. He, I forget where he used to wrestle, but he signed recently with WWE. So there's rumors of him debuting imminently. Oh, okay. Like uh, like an independent guy. Yeah, oh, I cool. don't know uh, his whole history, but um, yeah, that's just we'll we'll see the shoot meters. That's why we'll see. Yeah, that's why that's why it's the, that's why we're uh, that's why we're metering. Yeah, like I said, I still <laughs> I mean um, I'll have to look in this who this Killer Cross guy is. Yeah, I, I still think it's gonna be I still think it's somebody debuting. No idea who it could be though. Yeah, no for idea. Mustafa Ali, like I get that people say that because like the light thing, yeah, but like, yeah, as a yeah, character, yeah. it doesn't really make sense for his character, like this mysterious, cryptic thing. Like I don't know. Yeah, because see, and the other thing about this, like, yeah, uh, you know, and Bray Wyatt kind of did the same thing when he was popping in there with little Firefly Funhouse promos, right? Or like the just you know, like there was like just go to Mercy the Buzzard, and then. It was yeah. it was off because I like to think that this person's character has to somehow involve like a knowledge of technical equipment. Um, I don't know if they'll ever explain stuff like that. See, I, but I like to think that like <laughs> I like to think that this guy is so smart he's sneaking it past Fit Finley. Okay, well, like when Undertaker comes around, is he supernaturally powering the lights, or is is that all approved ahead of time? Well, that's a good point. Um, no, I think well, I think Taker and Fit have that sort of relationship where Taker <laughs> can just sort of like nod at him, and Fit knows what to do. Like he's done this enough times. <laughs> he's cued okay. enough uh, big dongs that he can, <laughs> that, that he uh, that he just you know it's natural for him now. I think yeah. the majority of that performance is probably then on Fit Finley. You know, all Undertaker has to take what a step every ten seconds, and Fit Finley is <laughs> coordinating all these lights, turning off, and uh, all these video single handedly, single handedly, uh, smoke machine. He's doing it all. <laughs> he's just sitting back there vaping really hard, yeah. trying to get all this Loading. fucking smoke out. <laughs> <laughs> puffing big clouds, puffing big old vape clouds. 
Um, Irish unsung cream hero, uh, Irish cream hero, unsung hero of the WWE, and a big supporter of the women's division. Let's move on because uh, yeah, we allow anytime we can talk about anytime we can talk about Fit Finley. <laughs> uh, you know he's so over on yeah. this show. But um, speaking of speaking of over like Rover, uh, we've been advertised for weeks now. Um, uh, he was recently revealed to be Dom Tortorello's brother in Fast and Furious 9. Um, <laughs> he's got a big old full set of hair. His name's John Cena. <laughs> he's hanging on to he's it. He's hanging on. He's, he's, his name's John Cena, and he is he is live right in front of our face. And he comes to that response that, you know, that's what happens to, you know, superstars these days. Legends. It's loud. He gets a loud response. That's what happens every yeah. time now. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's fired up. He's he hasn't been here in over a year. It has. It's been uh, a long time. Yeah. So yeah, he's jumping out. He's hyped up. He cuts a promo. Talks about WrestleMania, and he says his role. You know, he his role may have changed around here, but he's always a WWE superstar. And what's he doing at this year's Mania? Well, he's doing something different because he knows guys work hard all year for hoping for that moment, and he's passionate about the future. So he's going to do the right thing. And this year's mania should go on without John Cena. So uh, this is not goodbye. This is goodbye for now. It's the right thing to do. And, you know, he's paying in respect. So he says he's, yeah, he says all that shit. He goes to leave. He puts the microphone down. He walks up the ramp. And then the lights shut down. So we all know who it is. The Fiend's back. He's recovered from Goldberg's jackhammer. And he just points at the WrestleMania sign, signifying his challenge. And then Cena tips his cap <laughs> to say yes. So it's on. It's on right after we said why that, that that there's no way that could be on. Why? Well, why couldn't this just be the universal title? Why match? couldn't this have just been the universal title match? <laughs> Goldberg and just have Goldberg Roman and Roman happen? do something else. Yeah. Why? It could just be a legend. Why? Ah! See, this is what this this is what's absolutely that insane. one little thing would have made both you could have better. you could have you could have gotten like you know you could have gotten two birds stoned at once so easily by giving you <laughs> could stoned at once. you know we could have given John Cena Ribbon his seventeenth. Uh, fucking championship, the one that the video guy thought that Ric Flair had. <laughs> yeah. That one guy, that one guy, and um, you know, uh, and have have the fiend a champion until WrestleMania, right? Losing at a fucking yeah. Saudi show just sort of devalues so many things that are you know so different than losing at WrestleMania. And to Goldberg. And to Goldberg of all fucking like people. In the, in the three minutes, in the you could yeah. have had Goldberg Roman some other way. Yeah, it didn't need the belt. It would have been like the Batista Triple H type match last year, just like a Legends match, middle of the card. Exactly, and have Cena go over on Bray Wyatt in WrestleMania, and then have him fucking forfeit the belt the night next night. It really doesn't matter. Like he doesn't even have to forfeit it. He could lose it in a month or lose it. You know, lose it next time you're done filming a movie. It really doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, you know what? That that being said, th this is going to be a great build up to a match. Yeah, it should still be fun. Um, it should uh, but still now be I think a lot of fun. I think now this gives the fiend the opportunity to get a big win because uh, there's no title on the line, so he can win. Now, yeah, here's the thing too. Like, especially John Cena is the future, blah blah blah. He was saying all that stuff in the promo, and John Cena is the guy who's going to go down out on his back, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, which is I great, do, which, uh, which he has done before. He did this to he he, he uh, kind of. He, I think he had a match with Roman a couple years back where he really put him over. I think he had a match with Finn where he also put him over. Yeah. Um, Nakamura. Nakamura. Sorry, that's who it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, this will be a lot of fun yeah. to see. I hope. I hope they get time, and I hope it gets to be, 
you know, they do get to build themselves towards something. Bray is really smart, and John Cena is just great in front of the crowd. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I forget I had something else, but whatever. It's something else? I think this is where the, I think this else, is no, where no, the show No, no, something ended. else to say about that, but it's gone. Oh, just something else just to say. Just something related about, to, uh, yeah, to Wyatt. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that either way, Roman wins the universal title. And then we'll still end up getting the Fiend versus Roman shortly after WrestleMania. Anyway, yeah, that yeah, that'll still happen. If not, uh, what's the next? I think it's Money in the Bank is the next one after that. Now, one right the, these yeah. days, yeah. Uh, sometimes they or there's probably another Saudi show. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, I don't I want think, to look uh, that far ahead. I did read we're going back. No, we're we're going back in November. We're going back to Saudi. Okay, November. good. So they kind of moved things around a bit. Yeah. So they used to have like the Greatest Royal Rumble in May or something, but no, now they I just think have two super think, showdowns. Yeah. Well, I think because one of them was in uh, Australia. Remember that? But now I think they've kiboshed yeah. that, and now we're just going to Saudi every yeah, like February and then like October. The February, October. Yeah. Right. They'll always be Crown Jewel in October, November, and maybe uh, yeah. Have whatever. you noticed? Fuck or I didn't notice. They've been switching fucking cities on us the whole time. I don't know if you've what, seen this. Like, like Jeddah yeah, to like each each uh, each of these Saudi events have been in not only different like different arenas but different cities. Yeah, I noticed the arenas were different. I, but, I was like, uh, Jesus Christ, how many fucking how many fucking places different different huge stadiums these guys have to uh, to put up shows? Yeah, which well, is uh, all that money with I all guess. that with all that Jesus Christ. But there you have it. That was SmackDown Live. John Cena is back in action. We have our chamber matches set up, and um, we still have some Go Hope shows before that pay per view. And that's about all the time we have, I think, for this week. Yes, other than the final segment, as always. Final segment, as always, it is the Wrestler of the Week. With the Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week, the Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, of the Week, of the Week, the Wrestler Mike, this is one of those weeks where I think both of us are waiting for the other one to give their answer, <laughs> so we don't have to be. Like, is it gonna be a so, three P? So we don't. Um, so we don't have to give it. Uh, and and oh my God, I don't really. Know. This. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I'll just cut. I'll I'll step up to the plate here. Okay. Okay. But, batters, uh, we're, bat- we're two weeks in a row. We're, we are two weeks two in a row of unanimous decision, and we've done this before. So I'm gonna. Okay. Do wait. It wait. Again. Wait. Wait. Before you do it, I was gonna suggest we do a one, two, three. Let <laughs> name. We can if you want. Just to see because we're putting a lot on the line right here. Because I'm sure if we have if we have different answers, I'm sure we have different answers for our own reasons. If we have the same answer, we have the same answers for the exact same reasons. I think we should do a one, two, three. Say it. <laughs> okay. okay, how's that go? Okay, ready. <clears throat> okay. Yes. Okay, ready, Mike. One, ready. Two, one two, three. Three. Orange Cassidy. A- Adam Page. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Hangman Page doing it for you. And Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega, team. the tag team of course. We're allowed to do tag teams. Of course, yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. But no, uh, that's, you know, Orange Cassidy, great choice as well. <laughs> but uh, no, so we did not get the three-peat, unfortunately, folks. But uh, no, Orange Cassidy, he was right up there. He was in the running as well. I always, every week, I usually have four or five names written down, and then I pick. Some weeks, I only have one. You only need one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Paige and Kenny and Orange Cassidy, you have written your names on the walls 
Yeah, you know, and you and you know what, and uh, yeah, same 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 thing, uh, same thing with you, Mike. Um, I think Kenny Omega was Kenny Omega was the one I had. If if I had to nitpick and choose, kind of between those two guys, uh, yeah. that match on the weekend really proved, really showed me that I think Kenny Omega is like the best at this. Uh, if there was, you know, kind of one performance to see out of someone, uh, I'm like, okay, Kenny Omega might be the best at this thing. He's he might be the Le- he, might, he might be he the might. LeBron James, or the Giannis Antetokounmpo of uh, <laughs> of, of, of professional wrestling right now. But um, but I really just had to give it to Orange Cassidy because um, this is what I have been waiting for personally, also for a long time. Uh, no, it was an amazing, amazing performance. Was the debut, and uh, I was I was so hot sitting here by myself. I was sitting on my couch, I was drinking coffee, and I was just fucking hot. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I you know, I just, I don't have to, you don't have to feel that way. And so I had to give it, I had to give it to him for that. I was no, I was hot, really hot for that. Man. This was a lot of fun, and I also like watching the pay per view in general. We were gonna, I was at work on Saturday. We were gonna watch it at work, but uh, our internet was down for some reason. Um, oh, so I man. didn't get the chance to watch it at work and it would have been a whole different, you know, an entirely different experience for me. And I got to watch it the next morning with my coffee, slept in a little bit. Yes. Fully immersed. Fully immersed, uh, in the entire pay-per-view and, um, and there you have it. That was, th- those were our wrestlers of the week. We couldn't quite go for the three Pete, but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's okay. We don't, it's not scripted. This is, this I mean, is, un- this is uh, unscripted, but man, Mike, I was really banking on you picking Orange Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> It was a, you know, it was a close call. It was call. a risk. It, it was a so risk. so many good matches. Was, so many good if matches. If there wasn't so much good stuff to choose from, uh, yeah. it may be a bit of an easier. But uh, but that's all the time we have this week on Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Rate, review, like, subscribe. We're everywhere, baby. And we're um, we're apparently putting out content all the time now. <laughs> apparently we're putting out shows yeah. every fucking... We're, you know, we got past that Christmas rush of other things in life, and now we're back to try and you know some weeks two episodes in a yeah week. sometimes we're in two episodes in a week uh stay tuned this for like special two episodes two day, three days yeah here. yeah exactly and we have we, we don't even know we, we we need special episodes yes we still have yeah movie review episodes uh things oh, like well that. you know we can we can plan for those and then then they i think they, in the business they say that they're uh in the can that way <laughs> yeah. if uh we can't actually make a weekly show we can still release uh, an episode in the can as it were yeah but as uh, if was, uh as if it was yeah. as if it was live um but anyways that that was all the time we have thanks for listening to the show again and uh mike you uh you take care of yourself i'll talk to you later yes have a good one fellow Shoot.